Okay, recording live. The newest episode of Mindset Moves Podcast. Exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. create harmony with your family, specifically your kids, when you're trying to bring your family forward with your own goals? That's a great question that a lot of parents ask when they're trying to run their own business. And that's why I've brought this week's guest, Joanne Holbrook, in the Mindset Moves show, the show that teaches you, the business owners, uh, business leaders, how you can minimize your efforts, declutter all the stuff from your business so that you can be more in alignment and more clearly focused with your big vision. Um, And who better than the world-renowned, award-winning author of uh, Passport to Parenting and uh, also coach facilitator and creator for parents around the world who has taken parenting wisdom from her many years of experience living all over the globe and put it all in one book and multiple courses for you parents. Are you excited about this as I am? I am. I'm, I'm, I love me doing these with you. So, uh, yeah. I know, you're you're like, are you asking me? Or are you asking me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's a good time to also talk about like a big part of this is, is, um, people talk about balance, 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 but it's also giving yourself grace, right? You and I had this scheduled yesterday. I was having some, some issues where I was like, I need to just rest. And you were totally understanding of that. And then, um, here we are today. So what do you, how could you embellish on that? I think as well as business owners and women and everything else, I really think we need to give each other a little bit more grace. You know, I was just having a conversation with um, someone this morning who has a business and people were just not giving her grace and the stress that she was going under was just not necessary, you know, and, and I think that we're human and it just needs to just be natural and normal that we just allow each other the space to just do our normal human stuff. Maybe have a bad day, maybe be sick, maybe not have it all together that day without the judgment and the the expectations that go with that. Yeah, absolutely. I can remember back to one of my first big clients and ultimately the relationship ended because she said, probably word for word, I probably remember it word for word. um, I just have a problem with your boundaries. Like you have too many boundaries. And I was like, well, I don't know that we, I think that's non-negotiable, right? I have specific times that I'm available to clients and specific times that I'm not. And our marketing services for our marketing agency, they're, they're pretty high end. We're, we're quite the investment. I get that. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're available 24 seven and that I'm available 24 seven. Um, and I think that sometimes parents who are business owners, think that if they're going to charge a certain premium that they need to be available 
at all times. What do you think about that? I think, so I have worked with you before. I, I looked yeah. the other day, it was two years ago I signed up with you. And and I, I did feel those boundaries that you set, but they weren't negative. I didn't feel like constrained by them, you know? And I think what they did was they taught me that mm-hmm. I can also set boundaries. So I think I think it's a lesson for everybody to go, oh, wait a minute, this doesn't feel negative. Mm-hmm. And it is... I can use it too and not make it negative because there are other things that are more important to me than business. And that's my family and my life and my experience here. So yes, that's more important. And I think that that's more important for everybody nowadays with all this technology and instant messaging. um, I don't check my instant message every, every, every five minutes. I do it twice a day. And if, if you didn't get me in that window, sorry, you missed me. You have to wait. And I think this whole instant thing is getting old. It was great when it started, but now it's just too much. Right, right. I think a good way to address that too is to um, certainly have communication of the expectations that others can have of you, right? In your signature line, what are your business hours? Or if somebody sends you a message right at, let's say your office hours end at five, right at 4.55 and you ask them a question, you can say, I'm just about to hop off here. If you respond back, I'll get back to you in the morning as soon as, you know, that'll be my first priority uh, in communicating in a way um, to help them realize that they're they're still going to be taken care of. So uh, Joanne, I've had clients who uh, I've maybe, you know, they have children, they have small children and it, it might be easy for me to say, you know, have an office space, have designated time that you're going to focus, maybe wake up before them. You know, that works for me, but their pushback might be, my kids are not going to put up with that. Like they're not going to cooperate. So what are some tips that you could give to help parents create that harmony of cooperation with their children? You know, firstly, I don't think it's easy. I think that anyone who sells that it's easy is not selling the right story. Right. Um, When I started, I started in business sort of as a stay-at-home mom, put it, dabbling my toe in the waters as with an MLM. And everyone was selling it as easy. And I realized very fast it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's telling you that, I think that you need to <laughs> speak to somebody else. But I think that um, goal setting needs to maybe shift, you know, and I think that you need to have a lot of communication in your home. So um, I believe that everything stems back to communication. It's either good communication or bad. And it depends on the ages. You know, if you have tiny little ones, you know, you can't you can't do anything like that. Maybe you have to set an earlier bedtime. Two fists in the Nutella jar this morning. I can tell you I cannot reason with a 19-month-old. <laughs> yeah, you can't. There's no way. Maybe it's maybe it's a smaller goal. Maybe it's yeah. a smaller, you have to understand your capacity isn't as big as someone who maybe the kids are at school all day or um, the capacity level of a mom who's trying to do this is different and you have to know yours. You can't look at the person who's doing really well and has a whole lot of support, maybe, maybe they have. So you really just got to think about yourself and and where you are and set your goals to your, your capabilities. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think sometimes we get so stuck in the shiny objects and everything else that small steps are also growth and, and communicating older kids. um, I really believe that we should bring them in and make it a team 
um, let them know, let them watch you, let them really try and see what you're doing and, and it's almost feed off your bravery because that's just going to teach them to be brave. So, you know, explain business to them because that might teach them entrepreneurship. So there's all these lessons for older kids that we can that we can bring into it. And I'm sure you do that as well. You bring your kids in, you tell them what's happening. And through osmosis, they're learning what you're learning as well. And I think that that is something and you can get excited together and you can enjoy the process together. It doesn't have to be get out of the room, I'm working. You know, right. sometimes I'm writing and I'm writing about like, let's say teens. I'll go read it to my teens and I'll go, what do you think? And they'll be like, you know, yes or no, or they give me a different perspective and they get really into it. You know, my, my daughter's my editor for my work, you know, we sit and we, she listens and we watch and we, 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 we do it all together. But I think that um, you have to create a team and show them how things work. Things aren't easy. I think it's a great opportunity for the kids to learn through your business and how you're trying to grow yourself that you're not stopping yeah absolutely and I think you hit the nail on the head with the constant communication I think sometimes as females we might go all right I'll have the conversation and then you don't get the 100% expectation right away and then you get frustrated and you go okay well they're just not going to do that and then you kind of like stop trying to ask for it in both relationships and with your children. Um, and I have other, you know, other clients who help families and, uh, an organizing expert, sunny spaces organizing. We were just talking about this this morning. Um, yes, she can go in and organize the home, but then it's up to you as the parent to continuously communicate with your children, what the expectations are. And it's the same with everything, right? If you have certain working hours, if you have a certain place where you want stuff to go, um, exactly like Joanne said, it's not like that's just where they go or, you know, I'm, I'm working. And although I do have those moments, I'm just, I'm not going to lie. Like if I leave the door unlocked, during my work time and they come in and they start rifling through the printer paper. I'm like, it's work time. I don't know what you're doing. Scoot yeah. on out of here. Right. But again, that's boundaries for your family. Right. You know, just like you, you have to set them for everybody. You can't just have a free for all either. Right. So that's the balance. Hard, that's the hard bit about balancing is right. you've got to have them with yourself, with your children, with your clients, supplies, everybody, you have to have those boundaries and that can get really uh, tiring to, to maintain sometimes. Yeah. And I guess some parents might say, and by the way, we've got some parents watching, we've got Kara Peters, we've got Dr. Shelly Hipsky. They're both watching. Um, thank you for watching. And if you're here uh, watching on a platform or listening on a platform that allows you to comment, please tell us, uh, where you're watching from. If you have kids and if you, if you're like, yeah, the struggle is real of balancing parenthood with business ownership. So, uh, in those moments when a parent might go, um, like they have the hard time finding the balance between letting it, you know, the chaos over overtake their lives and, um, and having that fine balance to be able to be successful. What are some other tips that you might give them? You know, I think one thing that I've noticed with moms that I work with is they forget to have fun and enjoy the process. And I think when things start feeling overwhelming, you've really got to step out of it and find the why, the fun, the joy, you've got to find it. And yes, that takes energy and no, it's not always just available and you have to go and find it. But 
you know, to go, oh my gosh, I'm really trying to do all of this. I'm a hot mess. Look at how funny I am. Tell your kids, bring them in. I think that just being human with your family is teaching them how to deal with their their messes and their and and also celebrations. I did an amazing job today. I really want to share it with the family, you know, and making it fun and making them a team, you know, just bringing them in as a team. And I really am I'm into this team lately because I think that, you know, we all have different roles on a team, whether you're a, whatever sport you're playing, everybody has a, a, a place. And if you bring that in as a, as a, as a parent, it becomes a lot more fun when they're all working towards the same goal. You know, I, I know you do vision boards and that. And, and at one stage I had a big vision and I put it up and my son, he was little at the time. He would come in every day and he was like, how far are we from that? How, what do we have to do? And at that time, he was probably 10. You know, how are we going to get there? What are we going to do? How's it going, mom? Like he'd want an update, like a briefing update. And and um, I didn't make the goal. And he still talks about that. And I'm like, well, some goals we don't, we don't hit, you know, but he was in on it. He felt like he was a part of it. And the joy that that gave me was the was just what I needed to get through that next step. Absolutely. And we've got Christina watching. She's saying, yep, the struggle is real. Kids, parents, work, business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, in in terms of getting them, I love the idea of sharing your wins with them. I don't think that I do that with my kids. I'm now realizing it's, you know, we certainly have dinner together mostly every night. We pray together, but um, we we used to have the bedtime routine where we would say what we were grateful for, what we were, um, what was it, what we were grateful for, something we did well and something else. I don't remember, but for my own kids, like they hated it. They hated that bedtime routine. Me and my husband loved it. So we just kind of stopped doing it. Cause we were like, well, this is meant to be something that brings us together. But if you guys are dreading bedtime, then, so what would you say about that? I, I celebrate failure more than success a lot of the time. I think there's more failures in our lives than successes, to be 100% honest. Well, you know, in my life anyway, I try. <laughs> I'm not very scared, so I just do everything and I fail yeah. at 90% of it. So um, I, I love failing. Like I truly love it. And in the, we, we do the, what did you fail at today? And um, when we do, we always end with laughter. Um, whatever it is, it's not like, oh, that must have hurt. I mean, we do that. But a lot of the time when I'm telling them my failures, I literally am laughing while I'm telling them. And yeah. they'll come home and they'll be like, you want to hear a failure? I got the failure of the day. And sometimes we have like whoever failed the most gets ice cream after dinner. And, <laughs> um, and I think that that makes it more fun to just be like, yes, the wins, the wins look easy when you announce them. But the failure is 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 really where the story happens. And, you know, I, I know my daughter is fearless. I mean, I'm nervous for her. She is so fearless. And and I think it's because she just doesn't see failure as a negative. And I think, yes, celebrating the wins 100% because they got to see that that failure actually leads somewhere because it always does. But I think that also the journey is really where it's at. You know, I used to be a performer and I actually enjoyed the rehearsal periods more than I did the performances. And I always tell them that I'm like, it's about the, it's about the trying again and falling over and trying again and not hitting it and trying, trying a new way. That's the fun. 
And then you get there half the time and, you know, you say you don't share your, your wins with your kids. It's probably because you get there and you're like, oh, well, okay, next, you know, <laughs> but the journey is the story. And I think right. that's the part we often don't share with them. Hi, thanks for watching the show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. While you might be familiar with the fact that I'm the CEO and founder of Media the Creative Agency, you might not know what else I've been up to. I love to help families make sure that you're fully protected. And that comes from a place of if something happens to you, is your business going to be okay? If something happens to you, is your family gonna have to worry about money? I am now a representative that will help you make sure that you are fully covered when it comes to your life insurance. Just find me on social media, on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Find my name, Marta Saray Greca. Ask me about the life insurance. I'm happy to help you. I'm here to help. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the show. Right. Yeah. And I love what you're saying about humor. I have uh, one of my best friends. I mean, if if she hears me say one of my best friends, she wants to know if she's listening to the show. You are the best friend, okay? <laughs> We've been friends forever since we were in the eighth grade, causing trouble together. She's like family to me. Our kids grew up together, um, and I what I I sent her a text message on one Mother's Day, and I said. Happy Mother's Day, by the way, I don't know that I've ever told you that like, I love the way that you just bring humor into any situation. Like when her girls would be little and acting up and it would just be crazy times, like she would just make the funniest jokes and we would all laugh and the girls would laugh. And like, it just would, that was the way that she parented. And she has phenomenal children that she obviously has a great relationship with now want, that are going into the tween ages. And i I've picked up on that and say like two kids are fighting over something. I'll be like, should I just take it? I want it. I, th I think I'll just have the last ice cream. I think that's fair. And then it'll be like, no, you know, and then it kind of like puts that comic relief on the whole thing. I think humor is so, so pivotal and, and business ownership and, and parenting. Do not take yourself too seriously. Laugh about it all. And hopefully that'll that. teach kids to be more confident because they don't have to be perfect. Right. No. And, and I think, you know, I was actually having a conversation with my kids this morning and my daughter was, you know, she's, she's a junior now. She don't think, think about colleges. And she said, you know, your generation didn't have enough guidance. That's why you push our generation so hard. And she said, but it is too much right now. She's like, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to? It's also serious. She's like, every teacher I speak to, every counselor, everything I do is serious. It's like, what's your trauma? What's your hardship? What's your, and, and I'm just like, where is the fun in this? Like, why are you not at school having fun and laughing? They're all like serious. Like, what do I want to do with my life? You don't have to make that decision right now. You can take some time. And I think that 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 humor just lifts life a little bit. I think, you know, especially tweens and teens, it's not like when we were kids, it's much heavier, a lot more expectations um, and, and that. So I think bringing the humor in the home is just that relief of just barely laughing every day no matter how you do it. You know, when my children were little, you know, they didn't want to eat their food just like every other kid. And I wouldn't let them. I would say, I'm putting this healthy food on the table and no one has allowed it. And they'd be like, 
And I'd be like, no, 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 you're going to grow. You're going to get bigger. I don't want you to get bigger. No. And they would eat all the food just to see my reaction. And I was like, big with the reaction. I was like, yeah. my performing side just came out in full force. Yeah. And, um, and it was, and I got them to eat it all, but they still remember that, you know, I didn't yell at them for not eating their food that I just cooked for them. I just wouldn't allow them to eat it. And they <laughs> I love that. I'm going to try that. That's such a great idea. I love that. And, and, I, and when they chew it, I'd be like, don't swallow. No, don't swallow. <laughs> do not do. Did you swallow? <laughs> And then they go, for the, it's it's a very entertaining dinner, but just making th- small things fun, just to lighten the load of everything that's coming for them. Yeah. And even in choosing, I think places, other places where your children are going to be nurtured. I remember we were part of a school that had a really good reputation. It's a, it's a, it's an award-winning school, phenomenal, top-notch for so many families. And it's such a good fit for so many families. But when we switched to it, I just, I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I just, like, I didn't feel like I fit in and it was because it was very goal oriented. There was high expectations academically, um, school uniform wise. And again, it's a beautiful fit for families. And then through COVID, it just so happened that it we ended up after a couple of years of homeschooling, needing to find a different community for other reasons. And it was like, Oh, <laughs> because it wasn't so stringent. It was very much more laid back and, and it wasn't so expectations on these high standards that just weren't a good fit for my family. And, and, and so, um, I think that's an important lesson to learn for your kids too, is you might, you talked about goals and failures. You might have this goal and this, and this like really vision of how you want your life to go or even colleges they want to go to or certain schools they want to get into. And then, then maybe they don't, but it somehow ends up being the path of like an amazing, amazing discovery of what their true journey is meant to be. Do you have anything to say about that to help them learn that lesson? You know, I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head with schools. And I think it's an amazing point is not the the school down the road from you that isn't necessarily the right one for your kid. You know, my, my daughter has been to six schools now and not all of them were good. Mm -hmm. Um, And right now we've landed on a, on one that fits her really well. I'm not saying it fits everybody, but it fits her. It's like the perfect fit. Um, But the schools before that, some of them broke her. Like Mm -hmm. if I had kept her in those schools, if we hadn't moved, you know, we move all the time. Um, If we hadn't moved, I would have had to pull her out of that school because I just saw this, this, this little girl just shriveling up into absolute nothing. Like her flame was just dead. Mm -hmm. And now it's, you know, full blazing. And I think where you send your kids is a huge deal. And, and not all kids need the same things. And, you know, we can't put, put them all together. Some kids need, to be pushed and like dragged along. You know, we all know those kids. Um, you know, some of us have them in our homes that you just have to, have you done this? Have you done that? Don't forget this. Don't those, those kids need a different kind of environment. Um, and you often have the, the, the opposite in the same home. And then you have other kids who my daughter needs to be held back. She needs someone to go, stop, go slower. Um, so if she went to a school that was heavy pushing, they would burn her out by the time she graduated and she'd never want to study again. So I had to go find a school that actually held her back and said, whoa, 
we're fine. We don't have to do this much. So I think, I think you're hundred percent right. And I think don't, don't be scared to take your kids from, from one school to another, you know, yeah. just, because, just because the friend next to them was in kindergarten with them doesn't mean that's the right environment. Yeah. And it has to be the right environment for you too, as a mom. Again, when I was homeschooling, I found a phenomenal program. I was so excited about it, but it was about a 30 to 40 minute drive from my house. And, um, and it was, it's just the more we went and then we'd get there and I couldn't get my kids out of the car because it was, we went from straight homeschooling to now back into a school and my younger kids just didn't, they didn't want to leave mama. And so it was such a struggle for me and it was eating up a lot of my time. And it wasn't, it, I had intended it to be a resource to nourish our family and help us educate our children. It ended up just being something that with me and my life and the way I am and I operate, it was just draining me. And then it was making me feel bad about myself because all these other families were driving from all over yeah. the city to go to this wonderful program where it sounded like a dream come true. And quite frankly, it is a beautiful program. If you can make it work geographically and with your schedule, it was just such a struggle for me. And so I ended up pulling them after a semester and it was definitely the best decision because I was able to put them in a school that provided transportation. And, and it was, I was, I had the stigma against taking them out of homeschooling them and putting them in a school school and what that meant about me and what that would do to my children ended up being like, so such a, such a gift from God. I mean, I love the way God works. Um, so I think, wouldn't you say it has to, it has, whatever you're doing for your kids it has to work for you as a mom. You can't drain yourself out to make it work because society says that's the best option out there. <laughs> Well, the reason I wrote the book was I was tired of society says. I really was because every time I moved, I'd land up in a new society and they were like, you're doing that wrong. You have to do it like this. And eventually I was like, like playing ping pong. I was like, well, which side of society am I on in this country or this culture or this school or this, whatever the case is. And I really realized in those moments, like, I'm so happy. I went through that ping pong feeling. It made me go, you know what, what happens in my home? is my business. And as you know, I had a friend once who said, as long as the mom isn't smoking crack in the corner, you know, I'm going to assume she's doing her best. And I think that that is like, just let parents figure it out for themselves. And you know, in, in all my work, I never tell a mom what to do. That is not my place, you know, at all. Like you can, you can do, you can support parents in other ways than telling them how to run their family, because you know, your kids better you know yourself better. Your home isn't like anyone else's home. It's not. It's completely different. It's got different parents, different kids. And, and what makes a home harmonious is a mom who's in tune with herself first and then with her family. Yeah, because if you're, I always say the energy you bring in the home is the energy the children absorb. So if That's you're annoyed and frustrated and waking up every morning and going, oh, I don't want to, guess what they're feeling? They're feeling the exact same way. You know, like you're the thermostat. Are you hot or are you cold? Like it is all on you as a mom and, and as a dad a lot of the time, but I feel like moms have a, a different thermostat to the children. But if you're not okay, your house is not okay. That's why self-development in parenting is is what I focus on. Yeah, and tell them a little bit about your book and uh, your programs and how you help parents before we wrap it up. 
Yeah, well, I, like I say, I was the ping pong mom. I was always trying to please everybody, trying to fit into every environment. And, you know, moving country every two years, I got into different cultures, different people, met amazing people. And I started asking them, hey, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? And then I started researching other cultures and how they parent. And I realized if I take a little bit from here and a little bit from here, and then I use this and discard all the rest. And like you say, you know, the whole, the whole simplifying and minimalist thing you can do that in your home too you can just get rid of all the stuff that that you don't need so in my book I share 101 ideas from around the world um and if you take five I guarantee you it'll it'll change so much for you and your families um and then in my courses we go deeper much deeper than than I do into the books and I have so many more stories and now I've got stories from other parents and um, in the courses they really are digging deep into to being a mom and finding that that light joy again you know that joy that day that you peed on that stick and it was said you're pregnant that joy often goes away for a lot of parents you know because it's just that there's an enormous responsibility and that responsibility can weigh heavily on a lot of people. And just to find that joy again of, oh my gosh, this is the most fun time I've ever had in my life. And not the, I've lost who I am. I'm not myself. And I like to switch that flip that you can have both. You're just now an upgraded version of yourself. You're smarter, you're kinder, you're more loving, you're more intuitive. Uh, and you think more about other people than you ever did before you had kids. You are an upgraded version of who you were ever before. You haven't lost anything. So that's what I do in the world. And just to help those moms just have a great, great experience with this amazing privilege that a lot of us have. Absolutely. One of my favorite tips from your books is that I still hold to it every day is whenever you see your children, greet them like with excitement. And, and I so was guilty of like, wake up, you look homeless, do something about that. You know, we're late for school. Um, you know, like just as soon as I see something wanting to fix it and tell them to address it, as opposed to like, Hey, girl, I'm so happy to see you. I miss you so much. You know, by the way, you look homeless. So can you, <laughs> can you go do something about that? Um, so I, I love that tip from your book. And conversely, you mentioned that you worked with me in one of my programs and, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on that for the viewers and listeners. I think what, 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 you know, when I was looking for someone to help me, um, I didn't know what I needed. And I think that that's a lot of the time. I needed someone to tell me what was in my blind spot, what I wasn't seeing. And I think going to someone that you can trust is number one, someone who you can take their side and, and then go, mm, I don't feel like this is, you know, where you, where you should be and everything else. But I think what I really learned was that my communication to my parents wasn't hitting um, and I think that learning how to communicate with people, because a lot of the time we know what we do, but telling other people what we do is really the hard part for them to understand in layman's terms. Um, I think that that was probably the biggest thing I got that I've taken away with me and I use daily is really learning how to communicate what you do. Um, how to word it, that words matter, that how you strategically place things out into the world matters. Um, and I think that that was probably my biggest takeaway. You know, uh, if, if I just have a short time, that would be my number one. Uh, but it definitely has 
helped build me because it's made me see that I can also like set those boundaries, not have to complicate my life, just do what works and communicate in a way that is really um, going to fall on the ears of people that, that are looking for what I'm offering them, you know? So that was probably my biggest takeaway. Thank you. And like you said, at the beginning of this episode, it's not easy. Like if anybody tells you it's easy, it's not easy, but there are plenty of ways to make it way easier on yourself. And when it comes to parenting, Joanne is your girl. When it comes to business, I'm your girl. And uh, thank you all for watching and for listening. This show is produced by Media, the Creative Agency, who's a marketing agency for which I am the CEO. We love to help holistic wellness and beauty experts to transform the lives of your ideal clients. So you can just focus on that. Let us do the marketing, do as little of it as you want. We'll take it from there. And until next time, bye.